Good day and welcome to a Christmas edition of the podcast, Where Will You Go? My name is Tom Smart, and I'm the worship minister here at First Baptist Church, Tullahoma. Today, I'm joined by the Families and Children's Minister, Michael Martin. The next couple of weeks, we'll be looking at one of our favorite Christmas traditions, the Advent Candles. Here at First Baptist Church, Tullahoma, we read a scripture passage during our call to worship and then light one of the candles. The purpose of these episodes is to dive a little deeper to the messages read on Sunday morning. There are five candles, with last one ending on Christmas Eve. The Prophecy Candle, the Bethlehem Candle, the Shepherd Candle, the Angel Candle, and the Christ Candle. Today, we look at the Bethlehem Candle. Hello there, Michael. How are you today? Doing great. Thanks, Tom. Good. So, we've, yesterday, or last week we looked at uh, the Prophecy Candle, and this week we're trying to look at the, or we are going to look at, there's no trying, we're going to look at the Bethlehem candle, and we'll just see what uh, we can find out a little bit more today about what the Bethlehem candle is. Yeah, thanks, Tom. I think it's important to remember, as we said last time as well, how this Advent season, the word Advent means coming, how the people were longing for a Messiah to come and how they waited and waited. I know for a lot of kids, Christmas is hard, right? Do you have any kids longing for Christmas? And No, in fact, they just don't talk about it at all, really. No, they're all about Christmas. And in fact, I think one of my kids has circled everything in the catalog. Oh, wow. Yeah, wow, so. y'all still do catalogs? <laughs> it's the Amazon one. It comes oh, in the mail. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, so... Uh, waiting can be hard, but the people of uh, the people of Israel they long for Messiah, and the and the good news is that that God prophesied that that a Messiah would come, and we read about that in the Old Testament. And so, this past week's um, uh, scripture comes from Micah. Remember, Micah was written hundreds of years before Christ would come, and I'd like to read that just for a minute. It says Micah. Chapter 5, verses 2 and 4, God's Word says this. It says, But you, O Bethlehem of Ephrathon, who are one of the little clans of Judah, from you shall come forth for me one who is to rule in Israel, whose origin is from of old, from ancient days. Therefore he shall give them up until the time when she who is in labor has brought forth. Then the rest of his kindred shall return to the people of Israel, and he shall stand and feed his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God, and they shall live secure. For now he shall be great to the ends of the earth. It's amazing to me how Scripture is, uh, how we see it come true. God's promises come true. There are so many different prophecies throughout Scripture. And here we see another one in Micah, how from Bethlehem one would come to rule in Israel. Now, if you know a little bit of history, you know during this time that Bethlehem was not that significant of a city. It was uh, a small town, and there Jesus would be born, right, in a stable. He would be born to people of no real importance, of no real fame. And really, Bethlehem is, is sort of a God's statement that God does great and wonderful things from little and humble beginnings. And uh, it reminds me, right, of, of 
I think you have pulled up of, of Philippians chapter 2 of this scripture right here, one of my favorites. Yeah, actually, um, we were talking about this earlier, about this humble attitude, and what popped my mind was the Philippian 2, also known as the Christ hymn. Um, and so I'm going to read it from Philippians 2, uh, verses 5, and I'm reading from the New Living Translation. You must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. Therefore, God elevated him to the place of highest honor and gave him the name above all other names, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue declare that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Wow. Wow, such a such a great, great scripture there. We see so many uh, such great uh, truths in that scripture. Uh, I think about that scripture, and I think about all the different rights, if you will, that Jesus gave up, right? Jesus gave up when he came to earth to live like God. We know Jesus is the as was is 100% God, 100% man, and he was in the form of God, his very essence was God. And here he takes on flesh and uh becomes a man. This is a uh, uh quite an act of humility. A lot of times we think of um I'm where where God's uh, we're we're God's crown creation. We're we're we were made in His image, which we are, and these are all great things. But for God to take on flesh to become man, that was a huge act of humility to give up His right uh, to to live like God. You know, we live in a, a time when everybody screams for uh, their their rights. Right? Mm-hmm. I, if something happens to you, uh, oh, I'm suing. I got a right. And uh, rarely do we see someone give up their own right to uh, for someone else. And here we see Jesus Christ taking on the form of flesh, taking on uh, the form of, of man and becoming like man, and not only that, to the point of death, even death on a cross. So uh, we see many, many... Uh, Many uh, great truths in this scripture in Philippians chapter 2, verse 5 through, through uh, 11, that he gave up the right to be treated like God, right? And uh, Jesus comes and he wants to be worshiped and wants to be um, received the honor and glory, but yet here he is and people spit on Jesus, people mocked him, people beat him, and yet uh, Christ comes and, and receives it because his mission was not to... Uh, be served, but to serve and give his life as a ransom uh, for many. So thanks for pointing out that passage. Yeah, it's just, it's very telling of, of God who basically truly emptied himself completely out for for us to be reconciled back to him. It's something that we could have done ourselves. It was fully God and God's plan from the beginning to redeem us through his son, Jesus Christ. And he... You know, it talks about even lower than the angels, the the psalm passage. You know, he made himself lower than the angels 
and became like us. And then think of the passage in Hebrews, how when he came like us, he, he knows us. He knows our weaknesses. He knows our, our strengths, how we're pulled left and right by, our, by temptation. And, but yet he, even though he was tempted several, several times, never failed. He was completely innocent, yeah, completely pure. And so I just, it's, it's remarkable how, you know, you would think today's society that, you know, a king should be born in a palace, a king should be born, and they have all this, you know, the paparazzi there and all these magazines and having covers and everything. But our God who created everything, everything in this universe, and knows where everything is at in this universe, moves things at his will, still was born. And he didn't need the pomp and circumstance. He was just... He was there, and he was there on a mission to redeem his people, and that was the way his plan of salvation was was through um, through the birth of of Jesus Christ. Yeah, in Bethlehem of all places, like he mentioned, you would think it would be a great Roman city or or somewhere spectacular, and there would, he would at least be born in in a high class or in. Uh, a nice hospital or something. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but he comes and humbles himself, and 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 comes to to take on flesh and to die for us. Amen. Thank you for joining us today as we dove deeper to the meeting of the Advent candle. We hope that if you do not know Jesus, that you would know him today. Jesus is the light of the world who has come to redeem and reconcile us back to God. All those who put their faith in Christ shall be saved. Each week we'll continue to draw closer to the message of Jesus Christ. Now, may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Till next time, have a great day. Bye-bye.